reading on the first book of the series Teachings of Don Juan which is a book written by Carlos Castaneda. Preface. In our ordinary life, we may at least heard about things such as sorcery. We could see at least some strange things in the fairy tales. The witchcraft and sorcery were originated and present in some of the ancient societies of the world. And some of it still exists some part of the world. But modern society denies all of that as they are not according to the common logic. But here in the book, the author describes his apprenticeship with a self-proclaimed Yaqui Indian sorcerer Don Juan. This effort was a part of his master thesis in anthropology. In the book what the reader could discover and what would amaze an ordinary reader is the vision of the non-ordinary reality. At some point, the book looks similar to a fairy tale in which two worlds are present. The fact is that everything presented here is not following our rational thoughts or ordinary logic. But it is of a different logic. This contrasts. What they could see and do is not like the ordinary man. One could explain that all these are the effect of the hallucinogenic plants that are taken as a part of their rituals. But still, it is effective in their life. We could see some example like the condition of the author where Don Juan explains that he had lost the soul. There the author was recovered from the illness by the procedures that had given by Don Juan. There are also other examples of non-ordinary reality. In one scene we could see the author's experience of becoming a crow and flying and immersing into a solid wall. All these pictures may seem to be pure madness for us, but that is a one-side judgment. The pure classical logic isn't even good for science also. In the book, the sorcery is presented as a secret practice. It is not like an ordinary religion. Its effect is also far from ordinary reality. It deals with some kind of power. Deals with some unavoidable rules. It is propagating from generation to generation like any form of knowledge, from the benefactor to the apprentice. In this book, there is no mention of a book written for this purpose. This indicates that the propagation of knowledge is purely through teachings. So there are fewer ways for an outsider getting know about this world. Perhaps the first beat in the string could be very ancient human, and there may not be any change in the teachings or the logic. But as the reality is what we perceive, we cannot say that the sorcery is wrong. It may be wrong for us, but still, it could make some logical conclusion for someone else. This contrast with common logic and sorcery could be seen in the book as well. When the author was able to fly by sorcery, there was a question that he is asking to Don Juan, about his flight. That is supposed his friend is watching him. Then whether the friend could see he was flying or was it just his illusion? But Don Juan's answer was simply that the question doesn't make any sense to him. Because what Castaneda asked was a question framed by the ordinary logic. Most parts of the sorcery were confirmed in non-ordinary reality. So one state cannot be explained with the logic of another state. The book is divided into two parts. The teachings are the first-person narrative about the author's interactions with Don Juan. The second section is structural analysis. Castaneda had said about the second part is discovering the internal cohesion and the cogency of Don Juan's teaching. The first part is less viscous as it is a field diary. There we could see the day-to-day -day incidents the author had faced in the way of sorcery. But the structural analysis is more viscous as it involves the detailed description of Don Juan's teachings based on its structure and logic. Further, each aspect of it is divided into smaller and smaller subunits. The greatest thing on could achieve is the state of man of knowledge in the view of Don Juan. But it is not a permanent position. For that, a man has to struggle throughout his life. And he has to defeat all four of his enemies in the unending battle. The enemies are fear, clarity of mind, power and old age. And such a man is also a warrior. We could see some plants are associated with some rituals. They will be mostly having some hallucinogenic effects. Here also we could see three plants of prime. 
importance in the act of sorcery. They are petite, devil's wheat and a mushroom, called umido. Don Juan explains that the peyote is being made by mesolato, which is a unique power outside one, acting as a teacher and as a protector. The devil's wheat and the umido, on the other hand, are allies, that one had to acquire by themselves. They are acting from inside and have rules to follow. For getting a proper view of this book we have to look to both the content and structure. The hallucinogenic plants mentioned in the book. 1. Peyote, Lafura Williamsi. This small spineless cactus is also called mescal button. It is a species of hallucinogenic cactus family cactaceae. This is only found on the limestone soils of the Chihuahuan Desert of South Texas and Northern Mexico. Blue-green to gray-green. In color. Extremely slow in growth. It would take 1,030 years for the plant to mature. Before flowering. Flowers are pink-white in color. The plant consists of 28 alkaloids. And one of them is mescaline. The sale, use or possession of dried mescal button is prohibited in many places. Source, Britannica. 2. Devil's Weed, Detura Ceremonium. It is a 35-foot-tall plant. Belongs to the deadly nightshade family. Grows in wild condition throughout America. It has seeds having the size of a walnut. White creamy. Colored flowers. The flower emits an unpleasant smell. It is abused in many ways. But any part of the plant is poisonous and potentially deadly. It could have powerful effects on the mind of the abuser. The user would become violent, paranoid, disconnected from reality and completely unpredictable. 3. Mito, Psilocybe Mexicana. It is a psychedelic mushroom. The cap is 12 centimeters in diameter, which could be conic to various other shapes. The gills are gray to purple-brown with whitish edges. Taste and odor are farinaceous. It is a psychoactive. Mesolato and the peyote. In the book, we could see that the mesolato and the peyote plant was connected. Peyote was considered to be created by mesolato. Let's first look at what a mescalato is. It is described as a unique power outside one's body. It is a teacher or a protector. Anyone can get the help of the mesolato without any practice. But it may appear differently, not only to different people but also to the same person on different occasions. Its appearance may vary from a flash of light to a living creature including humans. And for each person the name given to call. The protector is unique. No one else had the right to call the mescalato by that name. In an occasion, even the author could listen to the song that the mescalero sang for him. Unlike the ally, anyone could get the help of the mescalero without any practice. At the beginning of the study Don, one was testing the author with the help of mescalero. After chewing the peyote button for the first time, maybe due to its effects, he could see unusual things. For the first time, the mescalero appeared as a dog in front of him. Or he perceived the dog as the mescalero. It played with him but couldn't understand what it had told. Further, he could meet with the power multiple times by consuming the peyote buttons. The mescalero is considered as a unique power outside one's body. But for interacting with that one have to consume peyote buttons which are considered to be created by that power. But why does it appears differently for different person and differently for the same person on different occasions? This point could be explained as the illusions made by the alkaloids present in the plant. But what makes it different? From an ally? Perhaps it may be having a mild effect comparing the other two.
The devil's weed is deadly. It is depicted as a protector or a teacher in the sense that it will only give directions to lead a better life for one, and unlike the ally, it will not help one to attack or will not guard one from attacks. It is not the god, but a unique power. The effects created by the peyote will even make one feel that he is flying through the sky. With Mescalero. At one point Don Juan was explaining that one day appearance of the Mescalado will become permanent for the author, by then he could call the unique power with a unique name, which is only assigned to him. Here we could see that in the world of sorcery the connection between a person and Mescalado is so intense. But unlike religions, it gives freedom to the follower by assuming that the unique power is formless and one could see it in different forms. That relies on the fact that perceptions are different for different people. But even then there is still a possibility of creating a pre-image in the mind of the follower, by which he could always perceive Mescalado in an almost similar manner concerning others. That is how many beliefs are working. But here the witchcraft is purely dependent on the perceptions of the non-ordinary reality. Somehow we could see the Mescalado as a bridge. It doesn't have rules like an ally. That is one doesn't need any strict ritual practice in sorcery to get the view of Mescalado. So for a beginner, the first attainable thing is this for sure. And it has a generous picture of sorcery. Man of knowledge. Throughout this book, we are almost discussing how to become a man of knowledge. But what means by man of knowledge isn't that clear. But the attempt of a sorcerer should be to become a man of knowledge. It is somewhat like attaining supremacy. For that one need to attain certain qualities. One may know that attaining knowledge is a matter of learning. So to become the man of knowledge, one needs to learn. He has to learn from his perceptions, from the experiences of a non-ordinary reality. Learning here doesn't mean looking into the books, in fact, there is no book referred here. The only kind of learning was from experiences, which is the greatest thing. But beyond what we had discussed one also need to have a rigid intent to attain knowledge. That is not a simple task. For getting knowledge of any form, we need a mind which is thirsty for that. Otherwise, the journey will never be completed. Without that sometimes even our paths may deviate. And one would be like a ship in the rough sea. If one has a strong intent, the toughness of the path will not make him weak. We could see in the book that the methods of sorcery aren't so easy for the author. That for one who is encountering it for the first time would experience an extreme level of confusion and mental and physical problems. Then without will, power, no one could go forward. The easiest way here is to stop all the process and then walk back. But that is not a great deal. For attaining knowledge we need the potential of the mind. Man of knowledge needs clarity of mind. This means that one should be in a condition in which he could do every act without any doubt. That is he is confident enough in what he is doing, and will never stop in between. But also one of the enemies of man own knowledge is the same thing. It has both the qualities, that a man needs a precise limit of this quality. His thoughts have to have the discipline to do that. He has to take control of them. We could see the same thing in many practices. Done by Don Juan. The fact is that without this quality one could not do anything in sorcery, except staring at the events. Because already things are out of the ordinary. Logic. And for finding the logic of what he was experiencing, one need a clear mind. 
that only he could evaluate sorcery in the non-ordinary reality. That's how clarity of mind becoming important. Becoming a man of knowledge is a matter of strenuous labor. For gaining anything in the world one have to work. But for becoming a man of knowledge hard. Work is required. And the constant effort is needed to be in that state, as it is not permanent for anyone. Why should we consider the man of knowledge as a warrior? What does it mean? The concept have something connected with the hardness of that. That is like the life of a warrior there are constant threats for the end of knowledge. The state is not permanent. One has to fight constantly for remaining there. Not only to his external enemies but also to his internal negative part. This makes the journey difficult. One could never until the last breath could stop the fight. Otherwise, he would be defeated in front of any of his four enemies. This means that a man of knowledge should be the supreme state of constant competition. The process has no end. The final character or eligibility for becoming a man of knowledge is that he must have an ally. Ally is a power, a special one that could give power to one from inside. But that discussion has to be a long one. It is not like the Mescalado. Ally could be manipulated by one for his purpose. But to get the power one need constant practice. Depending on the nature of the sorcerer ally may also vary. Ally. Ally is a unique power which could be described as within the body of a sorcerer. But for an ally as an aid, there are some strict rules and procedures to follow. One has. Oh choose an ally following their nature. An ally is somewhat secret. It is the only. Thing which is indispensable to explain what a man of knowledge is. And having an. Ally implies that the sorcerer is different from ordinary humans. In the book, ally is explained as a power capable of transporting one beyond the boundaries of himself. But what does mean by this? For that, we could find some instance from the field notes. After consuming the devil's wheat or the umido the author is experiencing a state of hallucination or non-ordinary reality. We all are bounded by our experience of the ordinary world. We are incapable of crossing it because it is the only world we could perceive. But here the author can peek into another reality. This is where one breaks the limits of himself in the sorcery. He is becoming more vigilant and sensitive to the external world. Their perception may look differently. In a similar way, many such religions and tribes are using such plants for a higher state of mental stability in their view. That is why the ally is described as the power from inside. Here the only two allies mentioned are contained in the datura plant and the mushroom. Here we've to see that they are only using a different language. Modern. Physicist or chemist may say that such effects are created by the alkaloids contained in the plant. But those people who are unaware about it just uses another language. Which is comfortable for them. They call that as an ally contained in the plant. The first description of an ally is that it is formless. It isn't visible at any time. In the cause of Mescalado, there was at least a form perceived by the sorcerer. But in this cause there is nothing, an ally cannot be seen by eyes, even when one is experiencing non-ordinary reality. Then how could one experience the ally? In the book, we could see that when the devil's wheat is consumed the author is feeling an extraordinary vigor and violence. That quality which could be perceived as an ally. There is nothing other than that. One could only experience it as a quality which makes one able to do unusual things. This is why the ally is described as the power within one. Its presence is noticeable.
only by its effect on the sorcerer. Due to its anthropomorphic character, one has to choose a matching ally. This matter has to specifically explain for each ally. What do DOS mean by the fact that an ally is tameable? This implies that power has the potential of being used. That's why sorcerers use them either as a vehicle or as a helper. An ally as a vehicle transport a man into the non-ordinary reality. This property could be explained along with its hallucinogenic effects. That it could make perceptions contracting to the ordinary world. This one could be seen in an instant. When the author was using one of the allies and becoming a crow. But he was unable to remember fully about the flight. He wasn't even clear whether it is real or was just an illusion. But he could feel that appendages like that of a crow were developing and his body was almost disappeared. The most important thing related to an ally which makes it different from Mescalado is its rules. This fact is indispensable when describing what an ally is. From the words of Don Juan the rules are a rigid organizing concept regarding all the actions that had to be executed and the behavior that had to be observed throughout the process of handling an ally. The rule is everything when a sorcerer is dealing with the ally. The caution, behavior, effects, nature, etc. Here we've to see why there are no rules for a mescalero and there are rules for an ally. That may be because allies like the devil's weed are almost deadly as compared to the peyote. So these rules are there. And they possess more power which is directly given to the sorcerer. The rules also have some properties. First, we could say that the rules are inflexible. They are rigid. They are the strict procedure in a specific order. But there are exceptions. There is evidence for the flexibility of these rules which were thought to be as a result of the strong bond of affinity between the ally and the follower. As close to the sorcerer to the ally, the rules becomes more flexible. Perhaps the user becomes more adapted to the ally. The rules are also non-cumulative. The sorcerer has an assumption that all the conceivable methods of manipulating an ally had already been used. Theoretically, it was impossible to augment the rules. So from the benefactor to the apprentice, from generation to generation the rules was almost conserved. It links between ordinary reality and non-ordinary reality. Here we would doubt corroborating the rules. As it is wholly about non-ordinary reality, how could it be done? The answer is simply that they were corroborated in the non-ordinary reality, as they were made for that world. If it was not, then how one could verify it in the ordinary reality, which is contradicting to the other world? For that, a sorcerer has to meet with an ally. Which means he is to consume the plant containing ally as given by the instructions. The effects created by it in the body enable him to enter into the non-ordinary reality and would help to verify the rules. Also, each of the rules has a specific purpose. This enables to use it for a utilitarian goal. While we were talking about the rules we had encountered a situation of non-ordinary reality multiple times. But we didn't discuss that. It is a mental state or the level of perception that the sorcerer had attained using the ally. When the plants containing allies are used in conformity with the allies' respective rules, produces a state of peculiar perception. This was called the meeting with an ally. But this doesn't seem to be a simple task. For the beginner, this could lead to psychological instabilities as he is encountering something like that for the first time. But Don Juan 
already said the way to overcome that. That the sorcerer has to meet with the ally as many times as possible, to verify the rules in a pragmatic experimental manner. Meeting so many times means to become used to with the plant, to be familiar with its effects. One has to meet the ally as many times as much of the number of rules. The non-ordinary reality, about which we are talking about, have two features. In the author's view, the sorcery is a utilitarian thing. Sorcerer wants to do something with his power. So the first property we have here is that it is utilizable. It is fit for actual services even though it is a separate reality. It is only that they are following the rules of another world to do a task in this world. The second feature is that it has component elements. This is about the nature of perception that one would have when they are in the non-ordinary reality. In the other world, the senses are experiencing something different, but something is common among people. In the view of the author, the features of the components of the non-ordinary reality are stability, singularity, and lack of ordinary consensus. Stability means that the components have to be constant similar to ordinary reality. Singularity means that events detail of the elements was a single, individual item, it seems as if each detail is also from others, or as if the detail appeared one at a time. The lack of ordinary consensus is also what we are experiencing while in the non-ordinary reality. It is a state of complete solitude. But it isn't like a terrifying dream but is unimaginable from the author's experience. As one starts to become familiar with the non-ordinary reality, this situation is faced. These all are the common features of the ally. The power, the cause, the effects. But each ally is unique. They have to be chosen carefully. It has to be matching with the nature of the sorcerer. Further, we have to look about the allies that had mentioned in the book. The two allies. Devil's Weed, the Turistramonium. Don Juan tells that each of the allies has anthropomorphic characteristics. So, one has to choose a matching ally. One among them is the devil's weed. Biologically it contains deadly alkaloids. But here we could see that he Datura is assigned a woman character. And it is a giver of superfluous power. But the analogy of a woman may have been only a metaphorical way Don Juan used to describe the unpleasant effects of the ally. It contains deadly alkaloids, which have dangerous effects on the human body. Like a powerful woman, it gives power to its followers but makes them her slaves. Then the only path he could choose is her path, she cuts down all the other ways. And man would become her prisoner. Even though he has countless power. But what if one is looking for freedom than power? Is that more worthy? But this question is a matter of perspective. Also, the feminine name of the plant in Spanish could be one cause of assigning female characteristics to this ally. At one instant when the author is practicing with the lizards Don Juan was explaining that if he could eat both the lizards he would become the slave of the devil's weed with souls of both the lizards within him. It's his anthropomorphic characters are also the cause of these negative effects. It is possessive as we'd already discussed. It is violent and unpredictable. Even there are rituals for overcoming this unpredictability, there is no assurance of safety. The unpredictable nature makes it more dangerous. It is more suitable for people with a violent nature. It has deleterious effects on the sorcerer. The little smoke. In the book, the second ally that we could see is the little smoke. Taste smoke. Mixture is created from various plant parts. 
but the main ingredient is a mushroom. Called Umido Psilocybe Mexicana. The fine dusty spores of the mushroom are directly added to the mixture. And the equipment for smoking includes a ball and a pipette. The pipette is the important one. Don Juan tells that the piece of equipment was handed over to him by his benefactor, and have to handle very carefully. If anything went wrong, even the life of the sorcerer is at risk. And the pipette shouldn't be wet in. Anyway. And throughout in the practice he is handling it very carefully. There was a separate leather pouch for keeping that pipette. The smoking bowl is to ignite the mixture with some burning coal. But at one point the author is telling that the fine spores of the mushroom aren't igniting, and producing any smoke. They were directly ingested as they would enter the mouth while inhaling through the pipette. The other components are producing the smoke. So the process includes ingestion and inhalation. The hallucinogenic effect is much stronger. Here the little smoke is given with a male character. Perhaps that may be due to the masculine gender of it in the Spanish language. It is a giver of ecstasy. There are several other characteristics, because of which Don Juan preferred it over the devil's weed. The first character we all say, which is contrary to the devil's weed is that it is dispassionate. So there are less possessiveness. The ally gives the ability to see something. To act. It doesn't make a change in the path of its follower. Secondly, it is gentle, unlike the violent nature of the devil's weed. The most important character is that it is predictable. On the other hand, we have the devil's weed which has unpredictable effects. Here it is more or less like a straight line. And they also have beneficial effects. After making the smoke mixture the server is keeping it within a small bag. Once a bag of the mixture is made it is enough for one year no more could be made. And after a period of usage, the sorcerer doesn't need the help of the mixture to meet. The ally. There are also methods for disposing of the mixture. There is a procedure in the cause of the devil's weed to make sure that the ally had chosen a sorcerer. In that cause, the sorcerer has to plant his plant and wait until the spores are being produced from the plant. If it produces the spore the ally was accepted the sorcerer. In this way, the sorcery may look like a wonderland. The fight between Don Juan and another sorcerer. At a point, we could see Don Juan injured in a fight with a woman sorcerer. There we could get the description of the fight in the world of sorcery. The women were transforming into a bird, where Don Juan was taking the form of a crow. The woman had a more strong intent to kill him. So she could get into his house secretly. And could give him a powerful blow, which ended up in an injury. On another point in the book, Don Juan was explaining that a sorcerer could travel several miles in a second. And could give a blow to his enemy, anywhere in the world. This may look a little superficial but could be true in the reality of a sorcerer. The fight for soul. Towards the end of the field diaries, we could see that the author was suffering from unusual sensitiveness towards his surroundings. In a way, he was just going behind his feelings without any opposition. In the end, Don Juan tells him that he was suffering because he lacks his soul. Someone had taken his soul and forgetting it. Back, he has to find who had done that. We had seen in the book that an ally could also be a helper in the other world. In that case, one has to pass through the intersection between the ordinary reality and the non-ordinary reality to reach there. There he could meet things such as spirits and other sources with unimaginable powers. One has to request to any of them to teach. More about sorcery. If the request was accepted they have to separate theirs from the body. And such a sorcerer would offer someone else's soul for his helper. 
in the cause. Of the author, it was a female sorcerer who was trying to get his soul. But as the soul have greater strength as he possesses a greater willpower, and also Don Juan thought him to how to resist the attacks. At last, he could win the battle for the soul. In the battle the author is taking a specific body posture for fighting, sticking to his beneficiary spot found on his first day of learning. Don Juan advised him to stick to that point for getting his soul back. And he did obey each word of Don Juan. The sorcerer appeared before him like Don Juan. Everything was like him except behavior. As the author could carefully observe and could understand the behavior of Don Juan. He could understand easily that, whoever standing before him is not Don Juan, but someone with his appearance. She tries many times to move him from his spot. But he knows well that if it happens, he will lose his soul forever. At last he had to hurl a stone towards the woman, with a strong war cry. After a day-long fight, only in the next day, he could see the real Don Juan coming out of his house. He was sure that it was his benefactor and Don Juan already sat on his spot in the usual way. There he could understand that the battle was over, but couldn't find the stone that he hurled towards her to confirm that. Here what we see is a way different from our ordinary rational view for solving a problem. Someone could explain that it was a psychological problem that the author is experiencing. But in sorcery, it uses just another language and due to strong belief. It does have effects. But everything explained in it are quite astonishing visuals that a common man couldn't easily believe. Other experiences of non-ordinary reality explained in the book. The first instant in the book, when the author meets the non-ordinary world, was when he consumed the peyote buttons for the first time. Then he felt that a dog was doing things similar to a human. He ran with it, wrestled with it, which was later told to be a mescalado. This could be said as an illusion as others in the house only. Considered it as a fun event. Later in the function also he meets the mescalado. But then he gets a permanent name for it. And that was also an occasion in which he was in non-ordinary reality. On another occasion, the author was feeling that he was flying after. Consuming the peyote buttons. He could get the deep sensation of nature. On other occasions, he could feel that he was immersed into a rigid wall. Like a spirit which could go through rigid objects, like a supernatural power, but with the pain he could feel the wonders he was just perceiving in the way of sorcery. It is hard to find the difference between spots and a plain ground. But in the beginning, we could see that the sorcerers believe that there is a favorable spot for everyone. That spot is so important that one will be so strong in his position. At first, the author has to do a lot of effort to find that spot. But later he could feel the difference in sensation made by each of those spots. On his spot, he could feel comfortable. And that spot helped him in the battle for his soul. Sorcery and reality. One would judge that sorcery is irrational, and would judge that there is nothing in it. But we have to wait for some time for properly inspecting our thoughts. Is that what we could see in the cause of sorcery? In the rational view, we are inspecting something with a system of logic. Then where does it come from? They are the product of scientific thoughts in the past, from our observations of the ordinary world, but not of the scientific region anymore. They are more often based on the classical concepts, mainly the good old Newtonian mechanics. Those concepts are so bound to society and created rational logic. This means that the sorcery is 
incompatible with such a system, it is made for another system. This is much like running programs made for one kind of operating system in another operating system. Most of the times it will not be doing anything, or it will be doing something which was not intended. Like that think about two men. One of them is a rationalist, while the other believes in sorcery. Suppose they are in an argument about the validity of both of the systems. The rational mind couldn't accept the picture of a man going into a rigid wall. There will be only disagreements throughout the discussion. The fact is simply that both of them are simply believers. One believes in rationality. And it is easy to be a believer than becoming a free thinker, where one has to face an unpleasant sea of thoughts without an anchor. But the problem with the believer is that he cannot cross the region of his logic to see what is happening, or to accept another logic. There he is like one who had lost everything. If we are thinking freely we could see that what both of them are saying is true. Concerning their perceptions. Their perception is their thing. How could someone else interpret on that? Or how could someone else deny that? Simply they are doing things with different language or different logic. So it is better not to mix with these two logics. That will not make any sense. It is simply that both of them exists in their regions. One of them cannot explain the other. Final report. The teachings of Don Juan first of a series of book written by Carlos. Costaneta would be a wonderful experience for anyone who never met with witchcraft and sorcery. The effort made by the author was a part of his studies are well explained. As the field diaries and structural studies. So it is easy for an ordinary reader to get the experience of the author when he faced the non-ordinary reality. The book is a part of the efforts taken anthropological studies to study about humanity one has to study all aspects of it. So the study has to cover ancient civilizations to the modern one. So it is needed to study sorcery, which was a part of the belief of some population around the globe. No matter how rational it is, some people still believe in that with their experiences. There is a tendency of the human mind to believe in such things also. The story of ancient religions is much like this. That they believe that natural phenomena which cannot be explained by their rational thoughts were caused by supernatural powers, or spirits. They started to worship those forces, which was created in their imagination. This later became God's and religion. But religion is more generous, not always result-oriented like sorcery. In sorcery, they do believe in some supernatural powers. But they want the immediate effect. They are trying to manipulate those powers. In the book, the powers are said to be contained in different plants. Their methods are with different logical explanations. It is a different world. There exist powers like Mescalado and different allies. There we could see the competition between different sorcerers. The unbelievable, fascinating fight among them. There is also a description of the dark. Another world, in which one could find these powers. That is referred to as the non- ordinary reality by the author. And the state of a sorcerer is always supreme to an ordinary human. There they could fly, jump into unimaginable heights, could kill someone with a single blow. Simply they are superhuman in there. One could explain all these with the fact that they were using hallucinogenic plants. But it is better not to mix the rational logic and the non-ordinary world. Followed by the sorcerers. Simply because they are a different kind of logic. And it is hard for one to understand the other. So mysticism and rationalism are two pieces of
thoughts which couldn't be mixed to get a homogeneous mixture. And such an act will not make any sense. So it is better to read the book based on its merits and from the view of non-ordinary reality, with an assumption that what we perceive is our reality. And there is nothing wrong in that conclusion. The book contains two parts. The first part explains the experiences of the author with Don Juan, much like a field diary is not much viscous and is with many wonderful experiences. Towards the end of the book, we could see short but vicious part of structural analysis with a lot more content. There he divides his six-year apprenticeship into smaller subunits. That is quite helpful if the reader wants a total picture. It is a more compressed version of field diaries with an order. And that belief makes various kinds of logic, which was created from their perceptions. No matter what they are, they make one's reality. So what one perceives contributes to making of logic which creates a piece of logic. The idea could turn into belief and could again produce a logic. But there is no need to judge them. It is simply that all of those exists. It is better to be a free thinker, even though it is hard.